0: donna say that what welcome along to series three episode one of the donna say that Wood podcast joining me tonight is dan biles how's it going you're right mate. yeah not bad mate how are you
1: yeah all right that's home life
0: yeah, good mate, you know me, I'm not really spending much time at home, just sort of getting down the pub as much as I can, getting down <laughs> local parks, kissing as many people as I can. You Open know me. mouth. <laughs> Has to be, mate.
1: Series three, eh?
0: Yeah, it's um, so for, for, for our regular listeners who are wondering why we've released one episode this year, um, it's just really hard for us to link our schedules up, especially now that we're all sat at home doing nothing. Um, <laughs> so as you can notice tonight, there's just the two of us, me and Dan. But we just felt we needed to bring you some, you know, six out of ten content.
1: Economy range content.
0: Exactly. You know, you're looking for a bargain in this climate and we're that bargain. We're giving you like a mid-range product. You know, it's like a plastic garden set you're going to use for two years. It's going to do the job. It's good enough for your nan to come around and sit on. But two years time, it'll be up the tip. It'll be as
1: dead as your nan.
0: Oh, brilliant.
1: (laughs) But uh, (laughs) have we got a sponsor this week,
0: mate? Yes, we have. To- I should have mentioned at the top of the show, really, to be honest, shouldn't I? Um, tonight's sponsor is Lineker's Bar in Ibiza, <laughs> celebrating its first year nonce-free in 25, <laughs> due to it being closed all summer.
1: Superb. You're a fucking nonce, Wayne.
2: <laughs> Wayne, mate, just just, just leave, leave, it, leave it at the door, mate.
0: Some of them are all young enough to be your granddaughter. So yeah, I'm glad I'm glad I'm going to spend this summer seeing scantily clad teenage girls draped around Wayne Lineker. So every cloud has a silver lining. It's his hair. <laughs> and it is Wayne Lineker's hair. What the fuck's going on? So depending on how you look at it, there's either lots going on or there's nothing going on.
1: That's, it's so like Schrodinger things. <laughs>
0: It's all stuff from home that we're having to observe. Yeah. But in a way that's quite a good thing. Um, so I've just got two pages of just random rubbish. <laughs> just to jet, just to sort of bring up and discuss mate. So No, I like that. If you want to pick one off your list and we'll pick one off mine and we'll just work through it.
1: Okay, well my list
0: I've got unquote like shit
1: that politicians have done heavy. So we'll I mean I can open with KFC reopening last week.
0: Yeah mate it's just is it an essential journey
1: Almost certainly not I mean if you you've done well if you survived corona virus or the rona as we'll, we'll affectionately refer to it why do you now
2: want to go and get dysentery Like we
0: managed to we managed to do a couple of weeks in 2018 with no chicken <laughs> Like what's what's the crack like it's just a bit of fried chicken I could understand it if it was like some sort of premium sort of high range restaurant where you can't really source the ingredients and make it yourself but you can nip up farm foods and get a bag of frozen chicken for like you know three quid what's the what's three the
1: kilos crack? for a tenner
2: there you are see you
1: should on, have been fucking sponsored trend. by farm food shouldn't we
2: I wish we were mate the chicken bites there a second to none it
1: just like I saw quite a few people it, it's annoying like fake outrage but people had posted on on the likes of twitter and facebook to say oh we've gone 8 weeks without kfc being open and like the verges and stuff are clear and now like they've been open one day and there's already like, fucking zinger tower boxes just strewn all over the verges like fake outrage aside it is a it's a very valid point like we've given the given the environment a nice little nice little break for 8 weeks let it semi recover and then right, we're, we're back to it now, just going to chuck. like, You know the sort of prick that's eating at KFC is the sort of prick that's then chucking his box out the window. I think they'd have been better off staying shut forever, to be fair.
0: And, and the big thing as well, mate, is two wrongs don't make a right. If you're out there observing motorway verges for litter, like that's, that's not an essential journey. Get yourself home. Stop walking down the side of motorways, you dick. Stop trying to save the environment and save yourself. <laughs>
1: We got top of your list then, mate.
0: Um, Kim Jong Un dead, not dead, returning from Gulag. <laughs> Disgust.
1: Mate, if I saw that cunt in the Gulag, I'd be chucking a pebble at him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> mate, I've unlocked golden pebbles, mate. I've been in the Gulag that much. <laughs> Get him off, Jamesy. To be fair, Jamesy spends more time in there than me, and that's saying something.
1: Loves watching guys shower.
0: I think that's what it is. I think I think I saw Heidi in there at one point as well. <laughs>
1: cockwatching yeah.
0: hasn't even got a game. He's just downloaded iGulag for his iPhone, and he just stands, just cockwatching.
1: I, I didn't keep up with the Kim Jong Un story. Has he now been confirmed alive or dead?
0: I th- well, you just don't know in North Korea, do you? because obviously the record for their golf course is eighteen <laughs> uh, by by the by by. Kim John himself. So <laughs> it's kind That's of like his rat name. <laughs> Kim John himself. Noto- not- notorious K-I-M. Elton Jong. <laughs> he is still standing as well, mate, apparently.
1: Yeah, uh, if you believe the state-sponsored media.
0: <laughs> so like there's been pictures of him since. There was, there was talk of like, he had some sort of heart operation that went wrong. Um, to be fair, though, if you're the surgeon, have you seen um, Parks and Rec? Yes. There's a there's the doctor in that who's working on the. Um, oh, I can't remember what 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 are the. Um,
1: I've I've seen like one episode of it. It's something that's on my on my to do list.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's there's a guy who sort of comes across, and they see him in a bar, and he's um, like a doctor for the um, is it the triads, the Japanese yeah. gangs. Or the Yakuza.
1: Yeah. I can't remember. One or the other.
0: Yeah. So he's, he's like a doctor for them. And like the story is he kills the leader deliberately and then comes across, which is like just completely out of context from the rest of the program. But I kind of feel like this is that story coming to life. <laughs> like the, the guy's sort of, if you're in there, you kind of think, you know, I could do, I could do the country a big favor here. see Yeah. Off. yeah. Um, but apparently I think it's his sister who would take over. And apparently she's a bigger twat than him. Wow she reckoned she can shoot 16 around the golf course as well so you know <laughs> um yeah so apparently he's still alive mate i think there was talk that some doctor had killed him then there was talk that he was recovering then there was talk he had coronavirus been, um,
1: no one in north korea's had coronavirus have they
0: no 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 cases um uh, that's probably because there's been a mass genocide 10 years ago and we haven't been informed and there's literally just him in the palace. <laughs> it does feel like, um, what's it called? The, the dictator, the slash embargo. Yeah, it does feel yeah. like that's a bit of a, a biopic, um, the way that's set out. So, um, yeah, we, as, as far as we're aware, like, it just goes to show how mental things are at the minute, that the leader of probably the strangest nation on earth being dead and then not dead has kind of just been pushed to the back burner really quickly again yeah yeah nobody's really interested so yeah it just shows uh, shows how strange things are at the minute but yeah as far as we're aware he is live and well um, but until Lizo from Newsround confirms one way or another <laughs> I don't really want to I don't want to hear anything from anybody Man, I'm fed up on news at the minute that's
1: nostalgia isn't it
0: yeah he was the last credible news yeah. reader. <laughs>
1: Well, from I guess from Kim Jong-un to a man that befriended Kim Jong-un uh, in, the, in the first of a series of politicians saying daft shit, uh, Trump wanted people to pop Domestos depositories up their arse, I think, something like that, <laughs> clean their innards yeah.
0: out. Yeah, so he's, he's said a few interesting things, hasn't he? Like, he was told sunlight does really well against the virus, so he's like, is there a way we could put a torch in us? <laughs> <laughs>
1: To sit on a flashlight.
0: <laughs> That's
1: not how you use it, Donald.
0: Um drinking like their whatever their equivalent of Dettol is. Yeah. Um yeah, he's like
1: Well, he yeah, could just it's... drink Sunny D, then you'll get in the sun and it's basically like And the D. <laughs> <laughs> sunny D was corrosive, so I'm sure like that'll sort your insides out if you had it.
0: It's the mind boggles mate. the mind boggles like he's off stage for 23 and a half hours a day all he has to do in those 23 and a half out of 24 hours is say to somebody if I say drink bleach to somebody to the public today is that a good or a bad thing for me to say and you know the medical advice probably have a little bit of a chat and come back to him and say yeah probably don't say that but the way he's just like up there riffing so could we look at that yeah, just like look inside stage. <laughs> yeah. It's like just say, well, yeah, we've got some ideas, but you know we're going to test them. And then if he comes off and he says, yeah, we're going to drink the Mestos. And then they'll, they'll probably go, nah, that's probably not a good idea. It'll probably get rid of the virus because you'll be dead.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It,
1: the virus can't kill you if you've killed yourself.
0: Exactly. Um, yeah, mate, just absolute fucking craziness, mate. Absolute craziness. Um, politician wise, mate, shall we stay with politicians? Shall we talk about we can do? Um, I've
1: got three more on my list so we can, we can,
0: yeah. Jump, jump that. Well, apparently, there's 195 countries that have contracted coronavirus. The way it's ranked on sort of deaths per capita and all that sort of stuff, USA is 195th. So, if we go to the country that's 194th, which is us, yeah. and talk about the fucking overstuffed scarecrow we've got running our country. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, he's had the big C himself. or well, the mid, it, Well, mid- It's the middle C, I guess, isn't it? <laughs> it's <laughs> the middle C. What's the bottom C? The, the little C's are cold. Yeah. Coronavirus is the middle C, and obviously cancer's the big C. Yeah. So he's had the middle C.
1: Apparently. I think he wanted a week off.
0: Yeah. Wouldn't be the first time. I mean, he didn't go to any of the Cobra meetings, did he, in the lead-up to all of nope. this? So um, oh, I you. just...
1: Yeah, go on, mate. I'll, I'll chip in at the end of the...
0: So my, my thoughts on it all is I appreciate that running the country during probably the toughest time we've a- ever had as a country, probably bar the war, where yeah. we probably have to think of strategy a lot more than now. We're, we're basically fighting a two-dimensional object, yeah. a virus. It's, it's kind of, it's not going to bomb Dover, <laughs> so we're okay there. It's going to infect people in Dover, but it's not going to bomb them. Like, in, we know when it's coming, we know it's here, we know how it works. Like, so, I arguably say the war was probably a bit more difficult to deal with, but in terms of this, obviously a really difficult job. I just don't understand why people feel that because it's a difficult situation, we're not allowed to question his methods. Yeah, it's like oh, he's doing his best, leave him alone. It's a little bit like saying to like this, the work experience kid, oh, he's doing his best, you know. Like you just, it's like you got to try and. You've got to hold people in, in, in those sort of positions accountable.
1: accountable. Yeah, definitely. I, th- I keep seeing people praising him on social media and even, like, excusing him for his failings because he's had the virus and had a baby recently. I, the daft cunt was shaking hands with confirmed virus patients in hospital. Of course he's going to catch it, like, whatever way you look at it and, like, try to excuse him all you want. He's got the blood of 35,000 people on his hands.
0: 100%, 100% agree, mate. I just think that we had chances to go into the European PPE scheme yeah. before all this kicked off. Denied we that. We chose not because to do it, it because it was Europe.
1: It doesn't fit the, the Brexit model.
0: Yeah. And again, that's probably a, he didn't want to seem weak. So rather than look after people's lives, he just didn't want to give the impression to the people who voted to leave uh, the European Union. Um, any ammo to make him seem weak, like he was relying on Europe to help solve the PPE issues. And I, but it was fine though because we had plenty of equipment.
1: Yeah, hence why we've been buying stuff from Turkey that's not usable.
0: That's it. Like we we bought so many antibody tests that didn't work, didn't we? As well, so many yeah. th- hundreds of thousands of antibody tests that didn't work.
1: It's not um, all him.
2: Joyce Bonson.
1: <laughs> Is that cunt Matt Hancock as well? Oh, Peter Pandemic as we'll know affectionately oh, thanks to Charlie Brooker. I mean the guy doesn't deserve an affectionate nickname because he is an insufferable cunt but he, uh, he obviously caused a bit of a stir in, in Parliament was it last week or the week before when he told Rosanna allen Khan, the shadow mental health minister and A&E doctor to watch her tone after she questioned him on the PPE shortages and the the risk that frontline NHS staff were having to take.
2: Yeah, hundred percent, mate. It's
0: just like and the hundred thousand tests yeah. that were meant to be taking part, like forty thousand of them in, being in the post. And the fucking
1: media, like the obviously the very Tory favouring newspapers, were uh, praising him, saying, "Oh, Hancock's done his job. He's got a thousand tests, hundred thousand tests done." When 40,000 of them were sat in envelopes with the Royal Mail.
0: It's just, I, I can't I can't believe people would do this sort of thing during this, like worry about stats and figures and hitting yeah. targets. Yeah,
1: the only one that matters is like how many are dead.
0: Exactly, that's 100% and, what it is. And is
1: that number reducing?
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that's it. And doing the best thing for what, what's best for the country going forwards, not just to hit some sort of sales targets or... You know, approval targets.
1: One positive with Matt Hancock, did you see the the video that went viral this week of uh comedian Michael Spicer he does the room next door videos? He's essentially like playing side by side with the video that Hancock did when he was he took over the daily briefing and he bumbled his way through that and then uh this room next door sort of pretends to be the voice in his ear going like just sh- shut up now please stop stop saying what you're saying no you've made that worse it's it's really good if if you've not uh if you've not given that a watch i highly recommend it
0: so what what do you make of the briefings mate what do you make of them
1: we were watching them religiously for the first week as much as it pains me to fucking sit and watch like boris johnson commandeer the uh the national media but after week one I was like this isn't fucking helping my mental health I'm sitting here I'm not being told anything of any use to me the fucking media that were in the press briefings were weren't really like pushing the questions that they needed to be it sort of felt like they were massaging Johnson's ego it's only when his sidekicks started taking over that they started to sort of collapse
0: very much so and the um the thing I've probably enjoyed is a bit of like comedy relief from all this is, um, is Chris Whitty. Um, he just, I don't know. He just seems like he's, he seems like he's one Britain's got talent and it's like, he's the prize was to be on stage with them all. And his team's just like a bit bewildered by it. I, and on this morning, they built a paper mache version of him. Did you see that? <laughs> oh, if you can find that mate, put it in. But what I think they should do, I think is it, is it Jefferson Starship who, who did that song? Um, I think they should redo it. They should do it. We built Chris Whitty with Toilet Roll. <laughs> and um, then just have that as the album cover. Yeah, I like that. It was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant, mate. So we're definitely worth a look. Um, Politician-wise, mate, then, have you got anything?
1: That's, that's me all out, right, to be fair. Shot my what on... Thank on God the, for that, mate.
0: Guy Fonson.
2: And Matt
1: <laughs> Um.
0: The only other thing I've got sort of slightly political is these fucking American idiots who just don't quite understand what, like, freedom means.
1: They're the land of the free, though, mate.
0: Yeah, well, they'll be the land of the fucking dead as well soon, (laughs) won't they? Fucking idiots. It's like, they'll be the first to complain when, like, everybody's dead for their gun gender reveal in three months. (laughs) But, like, campaigning to, like, get everything open again. It's like, they just don't understand, do they?
1: like mm. seeped over here a little bit though there was we're recording on on saturday the whatever the fucking day is it the 15th maybe i don't know uh, 16th. 16th of may yeah Lock, thanks lockdown uh, and there was a, a protest today in london in hyde park which coincidentally jeremy corbyn's brother was arrested at for uh spouting about 5g being the cause of this
2: so I think it's, that, that sort of American
1: like, idiot, like it's my right to be free approaches obviously deep into, into English culture somewhat.
0: I'm just hoping that in three or four weeks' time, Charlie Brooker comes out and says, oh, this was my most elaborate, elaborate episode of Black Mirror ever. <laughs> it's all been a hoax. Thanks for playing. Because like, he took it one step further with a like the Bandersnatch episode, like a bit interactive. Yeah. So perhaps he thought that's done well. Let's get everybody involved, whether they want to be involved or not. Um. And, and it kind of feels a little bit like that now, like a Black Mirror episode we're living through. Yeah. It's crazy. But the, yeah, the last couple might... of years
1: have just fat lot of Black Mirror episodes, though. To be fair, so.
0: Yeah, mate. And the amount of stuff that have been episodes that have come to like fruition yeah. as well, and to come come to, like full circle and happened in real life is scary um yeah but uh, on that subject as well it's good to see uh, a news what, we requested it on the last podcast didn't we it's it good is. to see a, a, a wipe back uh, I, actually that was on our tiger king podcast wasn't it oh was it yeah podcast rescue entertainment click on it there's,
1: there's one episode you'll love it
0: yeah we might do some more see how it goes if we can get more than three people interested then we might do a few more more on that in the plug all Yes.
1: But that's the power we have, you see. We only have three listeners on that podcast. Do we manage to get Charlie Brooker out of, out of wipe retirement?
0: Imagine who we could get out of retirement if we had, say, 30 listeners. It, well,
1: and now we, want, we will list. <laughs> we don't want
0: that. <laughs> we will get Thatcher's reanimated corpse to run the country for three months. She will close down the mines, but she will cure coronavirus. <laughs> Your choice. Would you rather? At the
1: minute, no one's working anyway, so...
0: Exactly, yeah, we're all scabs. <laughs> um, my final sort of thing on that is, I, I like this super Hands quote, really, to, so, to really sort of sum up the situation at the minute. People voted for the Nazis and listened to Coldplay. <laughs> you can't trust people.
2: Good. You only crack. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: just uh, the other thing as well is we're really seeing it's what I call la ravi or magnifico, where somebody kind of you can sort of portray an image to either the general public or people they know most of the time because they only see them in a limited amount of time, but then they kind of merge their real personality into their celebrity personality when these sorts of things occur because they've got no audience. Yeah. So they kind of forget who they are, and it kind of overlaps. And you're starting to see some people now just go a little bit crazy. Um, one of which is uh, Alan Sugar
2: <laughs>
0: on Twitter. Um, normally, when he takes Piers Morgan to task, it's normally really justified. Yeah, because the guy does he is a full ball wanker. To be fair to him, uh, and some of the stuff he's been involved in the past during. His time as a, what, what was it classed as like a... Hack. Yeah, like a editor. That was the word I was Con- looking for. As an editor, okay. like with, with the soldiers um, making claims about what they did. Uh,
1: tapping dead TV overseas,
0: tapping Yeah, tapping phones, all that sort of stuff. Normally I'd be on the Lord's side, but, you know, Piers Morgan's actually one of these dicks who actually will hold people to account and he does want the politician to be held to account and nobody's going on his show because they know they're going to get a tough time. Yeah, um,
1: They're all going to get their bums licked by Dan Walker on, on BBC Breakfast.
0: Exactly. Um, so, yeah, it's for once, he's, whoever thought he would be the man of the people, um, at the minute he actually is. Uh, and obviously Lord Sugar doesn't like this. Uh, and he's obviously trying to take him to task. Um, but to be fair, fucking Lord Sugar's been roasted on Twitter so much, he's fucking Lord Caramel now. <laughs> he's been absolutely <laughs> fucking slapped by everybody on there. So many people I've seen in his comments just like, mate, you're just talking shit. It's time we unfollow you. You've done nothing relevant for 10 years. It's just absolutely rinsing him. Like he's on his bike and stuff, and people are just giving him shit for that. Honestly, I wish
1: he wouldn't post <laughs> pictures of himself in fucking Lycra.
0: It's like, you know, you wouldn't. You wouldn't want Giselle Bunchin to do you a fucking business plan for Amstrad, would you? So let's not see him in Lycra. That's all I'm saying. Other, other fucking bond villains on Twitter, fucking Branson. So he sues the NHS. He asks for a bailout, then he turns the fucking wifi off for two days. What a twat. Fucking lion headed twat.
1: Oh, uh. That's particularly uh, cut to your core, hasn't it?
0: 100%, mate. The only thing that was keeping me going through the first couple of weeks of the lockdown was a bit of uh, Warzone. Uh, and then for two days, I couldn't play it.
2: <laughs> Seriously. It just didn't make any sense. Why is it going down at 1am? All, uh, all
1: the dark web news go on at that time.
2: <laughs> People just buying fucking. Soiled pants and guns.
1: Ventilators.
0: (laughs) All that PPE knocking around (laughs) on the dark web.
1: Get your knockoff ventilator. It might save your
0: life. Gusset. (laughs) gusset worn. Used used unwashed. Face mask. (laughs) Unwashed gusset (laughs) face mask. Worn by Lord Sugar on his bike. Uh,
1: That's a taint you don't want near your face.
0: (laughs) Um, Other other people seeming to go semi-mad, mate. Uh, Elton John. He seems to have <laughs> forgot the words to all his songs. <laughs> I'm still standing. He's a...
2: Uh... Elton John, I'll have, it, I'll have it said on record.
1: I like Elton John. Have you seen Rocket Man, mate? I haven't. Uh, again, another thing that's on the list.
0: Really good. Like, I like Taron Edgerton as well. I think he's a really good actor. Um, and I think he's going to be one of these that transcends and he becomes like the next level again. So, like, Daniel Craig... Bond sort of style Um, actors down the line. I think he's going to do a lot of those sort of action movies. He just, but he has got that sort of um, finesse to him as well, where he can do roles like yeah, performance. Yeah, he has got a little bit about him for that as well. But it's a really good film, and you forget actually how many of Elton John's songs are just classics,
1: mate. Yeah, except he's forgotten how to sing them.
0: Except, except I'm at the point now where I feel like after watching Rocketman a few times, I know the words better than he does. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he'd had a few too many baby shams. You know, he's, he's working from home like the rest of us, mate.
1: <laughs> if you drink it out of a mug, no one knows what you're drinking.
0: <laughs> he's had one too many Zoom calls. It's just got to his head. Um, Talking about Zoom, Zoom calls. Go on, carry on, Yep. Yeah? Did you see the Zoom workout?
1: With the two old boys sat in the bottom corner, just wanking. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> disgusting. We could
1: see what you're doing. No. Disgusting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to think that they knew what they were doing. <laughs> I'd, I'd hope they didn't, but I'd like to think they did. It's the thrill of the so chase. I, I, I don't care. He sees me. What
2: are you going to do? I've Mojo Wicks
0: one. <laughs> He's a cunt. He's a he's a weird bloke, isn't he? Like there's nothing in his house. <laughs> we had it on the first day and I couldn't I couldn't put up with how neat everything was. I, it just looked too neat. The, it looked like a studio. Haley
1: decided I think it was probably week two that she wanted to start doing some hit training and like found one of his beginner level ones. Yeah. Which uh wrote her off for a couple of days to be fair to her. But in that one he uh at the end of it he was doing the stretches and he was like "Right now you stretch this leg good for like the, the quads and the and the hamstrings and then you stretch another leg like no it's the other leg dick <laughs> fuck another but just have, find one how many have you got like, are you stretching someone else's leg <laughs> and then the third <laughs> now you're wanking like them old boys on. <laughs> <laughs> you're stretching your third leg Get yourself on the Zoom call.
0: (laughs) There's another one of them as well. I'll see if I can dig it out. Where there's a guy, yeah, literally. um, There's um, a guy who's obviously just joined the Zoom call and hasn't realized it auto connects to his camera. (laughs) And he's just stark, stark, bollock naked in his bedroom, (laughs) um, trying to hunt around for some clothes to put on so he can sit down for this meeting. And everyone on the call is just waving and shouting at him. It's like, we can see you, we can see you. And he's got his back to the camera, but because they shout, he then turns around and everyone just gets, <laughs> <The> <laughs> gets
1: like of the his, length,
0: his length, sort of just swinging in it. <laughs> yeah. So there's been quite a few Zoom mishaps, but yeah, they're, they're definitely um, something I'll remember from lockdown, mate.
1: Yeah. Brilliant.
0: Along with the fucking club singer, right? The Vic Reeves club singer around Elton John, <laughs> like tarnished his legacy. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of people with time on their hand, hands now, though, and they're going back over like shows. From the, like A lot of people are saying, oh, I'm, I'm going to finally sit down and watch Breaking Bad or The Wire yeah. or Prison Break or um, Sons of Anarchy, all these sort of like hit shows. Um, what's the other one? Um, not Godf- The Godfather, The uh, Sopranos. Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot of people who seem to be doing that. One person, though, on Twitter has gone back over The Simpsons uh, and he's got like a theory. So the who shot Mr. Burns episode. Right. So if you, if you rewatch that and if anybody's, we won't, we're not doing a watch along. So just have a quick look online if you haven't seen it. So where they find Mr. Burns. Um, if you look at the, um, if you look at Krusty, the clown who stood behind. Um, I can't think who's in the picture, but if you look at him, that's not Krusty, the clown, that's Homer because oh. you can tell by the shape of the nose and everything and three or four episodes before that that episode homer went to clown college uh-huh so it links in so what the guys worked out is that that wasn't Krusty going to kill mr burns that was homer going to kill him but obviously maggie shot the spoiler <laughs> maggie shot the gun first if
1: you didn't watch yeah. the episode in 1989
0: I remember. I can't remember when that came out, but I can remember somebody had put that because he was like obviously like a the main like villain as such in that or well, antagonist. Yeah. Um, and I remember at the time thinking, oh, they're not going to kill him off, surely, because it was a bit sort of bit of a dick tease of a title. Who shot Mister Burns? Yeah. It didn't really say he'd been killed, but you presume it. If you are um, flicking yeah, through
1: the TV times,
0: that's it. Um, and yeah, it's it's like anybody I've spoke to is watch the Simpsons as I was never really thought any more of that episode or just, you know, thought it was a cut and dry case, but yeah, um, it wasn't, it wasn't crusty on the way to kill him. It was, uh, it was Homer dressed as crusty. So he was obviously happy framing crusty for Mr. Burns's murder.
1: What, what um, we're finding here is that Homer's a like tactical villain genius.
2: And in the end, he's yeah. got,
1: got his baby daughter to do it. Well, that's
2: a stretch. <laughs> That's conjecture. <laughs> yeah, I can't find the picture now. We'll dig it out. We'll put it on the social. But yeah, we'll see if we can find it. Um, Anything else from you, pal? On your list? That's it from like, the all the boring news stuff.
0: We've got a ton of sport to cover. I'll there's just been, have a
1: quick... There's been so much sport.
0: <laughs> it's like just been brimming. It's like three or four months of sport to catch up with. Um, so other bits for me, Adele's lost seven stone. Oh yeah. W- the obviously winners and losers. Winners Adele, losers Adele. Tribute axe who now got to lose seven stone <laughs> to get some work. So fair play. It's got at least it's given something to do. Fair play.
1: Like s- stamina must be something
2: special. Hundred percent. Um,
0: winner. Um, Captain Tom yeah walking around his garden hundreds of times and raising 13 million for for charity loser sam smith getting upset cuz he can't go out of his house <laughs> it just shows like the two the the two generations like it, the, the, oh there's a massive issue oh i'm going to raise some money oh i'm going to have a bit of a cry in me house
1: it <laughs> coincidentally is how i feel if i ever have the misfortune of hearing sam smith thing <laughs>
0: It's fair to say they is a twat. It's
1: <laughs> very, uh, very politically correct of you, Kevin. Well, not I'm, like I'm your not brother.
0: A, I don't want to like, you know. If that's how he identifies. That's fair enough. Like, but you can still call him a fucking prick if he is one. Or they is <laughs> yeah, <he's> one. one. <laughs> it's just so difficult, isn't it, to remember? But yeah, Captain Tom obviously
1: hugely inspirational and like to very yeah. rightly being held held aloft as like the champion of coronavirus. But uh it does like concern me just how like the the charitable funding of NHS is being like lauded as the the be all and end all during this when like it should just be better funded in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, yeah. a, it's a slippery path that leads to the NHS being majority funded through charitable donation rather than your taxes that are already taken routinely to fund the NHS.
0: BBC one did obviously the big night, the big night in to try and raise money. So the program ended with Andrew Lloyd Webber, who avoided 6 million pounds worth of tax (laughs) uh, in a scheme and Gary Barlow, who've avoided 20 million pounds of tax in a scheme, encouraging the British public to donate, to fill the void left by like money going into the country and money going out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's just kind of like the fucking audacity of
1: people. The, uh, Gary Barlow points an interesting one because we've been part of the, the new normal is that we've been taking part in a a virtual quiz every Thursday. The guy that hosts, it's a bit of a fucking boring drip. He's got no charisma whatsoever, but, uh, he started getting like, Celebrity involvement and two—I think it's two weeks ago. Gary Barlow was the halftime entertainment, and again, he was like part of the quiz is that you can donate to the NHS charities. So he was there again like, "Oh, donate, dig, dig into your pockets and donate for the charities." And the amount of people on the low feed, pay fucking taxes, you fat Tory cunt.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, it's a joke, isn't it?
1: Uh, Honestly, he must have had three bottles of wine in him the way he was performing.
0: You can afford it, mate, when you save £20
1: on tax, can't you? Uh, And he was miming as if he was playing the piano, but he kept lifting his hands too far, and you could tell there wasn't a piano there. And also the piano was doing backing vocals.
2: That's just dawned on me.
0: There's, there's some, like, other, other, some really good irony knocking around. Kate McCann urged people to stay home. <laughs> if only you had, a eh, Kate? <laughs> Nearly choked on my dinner. <laughs> Kate McCann telling people to stay home. Wow. Fucking... Stay home, it'll it's... save lives. Can we have a jingle for Audacity Corner? Uh... <laughs> Welcome to Audacity Corner, where Kate McCann tells you to stay home. No, we've done. We're doing well at home, though. To be fair, mate, don't worry about the jingle. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll get one for next week if we find any more audacious action. <laughs> um, I've saved a couple of quid, though, mate, because obviously the tooth fairy can't come round because of social distancing. So <laughs> that's gone straight back in the bank. So I've done quite well there. Um, You're just knocking their teeth out now, like. Yeah. <laughs> if, if if you've
1: if you've got no teeth, come the end of
0: it,
2: more for you. 100%,
0: mate. 100%. Um, although, to be fair, mate, I'm probably going to have to donate that money back to um, the local sort of neighbourhood watch scheme to get rid of the um, the lack of pans the neighbours got now from banging it every Thursday night. Uh-huh.
2: Mate, we'll come back to that. Okay. Okay. Um,
0: people walking up Snowdonia? Lol. <laughs> Just like, oh, we're on lockdown. Lol. Let's go. Let's go for a walk up a hill. But everybody's gonna also go for a walk up. Don't bother.
1: It's not that good a hill. Yeah, as far as hills go. Like if you can get a train up to somewhere, it's not that big an achievement, is it? Yeah. What are your top
2: three hills? Uh Sutton. Sutton Hill, yeah. Grew up there. Yeah. Uh, Hilltop
1: in Maidley, that's, that's near me. house. Yeah, that's good, yeah.
0: That's near Upper Road, isn't it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <For> fuck's sake. <laughs> uh, what are the hills? I've got the Reekin. Yeah.
0: I've got Damon Hill. <laughs> and I've got Katie Hill, who used to be on Blue oh, Peter. Yeah, she yeah. had a nice sat, set, set of fat knockers. <laughs> <laughs> she, she had quite a soft face as well, like. <laughs> what does that mean no. what does that mean
1: <laughs> <laughs> just had a derry face she's like oh. she's not threatening in the slightest okay not like Connie Huck.
2: hey
0: I won't hear anything bad said about Connie carniuk Huck. Connie has got a mean streak I'm telling you she's uh she's done some great set design work in the last couple of weeks <laughs> for Charlie Brooker That's so. one she prepared earlier <laughs> Talking of people with a soft face, mate. <laughs> did you see the? Uh, did you see the gunosaurus out clapping?
1: <laughs> Please tell me that was on the that Twitter. The uh, mas- mascots observing minute
0: silence. I don't think it was on that one, but I think it was on another one that's been set up specifically for <laughs> mascots doing like <laughs> clapping for clapping for carers and key workers. Love that.
1: It's important least- to show you show you appreciation if you're a mascot. You never know.
0: It is. And to be fair, it looked more genuine than some of the politicians. <laughs> it looked like he actually meant it. And as we all know, mate, claps, claps like, you, you know how many claps you can buy with ventilators? How many ventilators you can buy with claps, mate? <laughs> Fucking, that's a going currency now for ventilators. David, we'll come back to it. Okay. Um, Elon Musk's kid has been known as un- <laughs> unknown variable um, Ash A12, <laughs> which, to be fair... Good road. I thought Apple <laughs> Apple Paltrow or Apple Marty, depending <laughs> on whose who surname she's going to take, was bad enough. But that's fucking next level, that is. As far as
1: cunty kid names go, it's up there, isn't it?
0: So it breaks down into three. So it's X is an unknown variable off of algebra. Off of... Uh, Ash is the Elven, which is like the EA symbol. It's like AE, not EA, not in EA Sports. It's just a massive FIFA player, Elon Musk, Um, is the Elven of AI, as in artificial intelligence. Right. And it's also to do with Archangel, which is one of her favourite songs. And then the A12, bit's just their favourite plane. Um, So I'll give you a couple of minutes, mate, just to work out. So you need, like, a, a, a variable, like, you can have X if you want, and then something Elven, and then a plane to work out your next kid's name. <laughs> I've got Control Buddy Spitfire.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm going to go Vulcan for the end, did not I? Uh,
2: can I use Pi? Pi allowed? Pi's always allowed, mate, on here. <laughs> Big boys, isn't we? Yeah, I <laughs> I I couldn't tell you any fucking Alvin mate, and then uh, Vulcan.
1: Yeah, interestingly, um, the A12 is uh, 100... closed at the
0: minute due to where uh, Broadwicks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Always closed. The A12 actually 129
2: miles long, which you could you could drive approximately
1: one and a half times in a Tesla interesting fact (laughs) another
2: one of them next week
1: some quick research done right there (laughs)
2: for you brilliant I'm a huge fan of
0: that um I thought we'd do something sad and then something happy okay so Sam Sam Lloyd who played Ted Buckland on Scrubs passed away uh, last month yes um Scrubs was one of my when I first got like a free view box (laughs) um Scrubs was it was always like Scrubs. Um, what else was on that chat? There was like a, I can't remember what channel it was, but it was like E4. I reckon it, um, there was it. E, there was E4, and then there was like an American chat. It was ABC. Yeah, okay. It was it was those two, and you if you if you timed it right, you could basically have watched Scrubs all day. So there was there was Scrubs. There was um, ten reasons. Uh, is it not ten reasons to date my te- ten ten simple rules to date my teenage daughter? Obviously a catchy title. And then it become ten simple rules. After that, because um, John Ritter passed away, yeah. Um, and then um, there was a couple of other shows on there which were really good. Uh, so yeah, like watched all of Scrubs. Scrubs quite a big um, one of my favourites. He was surprisingly young. Yeah, I, th- I think he had. Um, I think he was diagnosed with cancer a couple of years ago. Yeah, and then he's been fighting that since. The,
1: uh, I was I was surprised to learn he was as young as he was because of how old he looked in Scrubs.
0: Yeah, he, he he did age up a bit in that, didn't he? From like, um, I think they made him look as old as he could. I thought he was about forty or fifty in that, but he must have been like, sorry, fifty or so. But he, he must have been like early forties in that when he when he looked like in his mid fifties, really. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I th- let's was,
1: let's double the sad news then because I think it was today. Uh, Fred Willard has died as well. It was by uh, Ed Harkin in Anchorman the. Uh, like the editor of the, of the oh, new right. show. yeah. Again, another, oh, yeah. another funny guy. That. He was 86, though, which he looked very good for his age. Anker, how old would Anker Man be? About 15 years old? He'd have, he'd have been in his
2: 70s when that was filmed. Yeah. Yeah,
0: that's sad, yeah. There's quite a few shows he's been in, which... Uh, yeah, which yeah. I can't think of the other things of him.
1: Uh, best in show...
2: Waiting for it, Guffman. I yeah, don't think what else he's been in.
0: I was going to try and get his IMDB. IMDB. He's in this. Headstall IMDB. I-M-D-B. <laughs> <laughs> what are those things in Gremlins called?
2: <laughs> Pete Carl Pilkington. Yeah. Anchorman. Howell and Kumar. Oh, yeah. Modern Family. There's something he's been quite recently, which I've been watching, which was quite good. I can't think what it is. Made appearances in Family Guy, that's definitely showing King of the Hill. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me because. Uh, what, what was your
1: happy news thing?
0: Yeah, let's, let's get the tone. Let's get, the, let's get this feeling a bit lighter, <laughs> get the tone up. Um, the happy news is uh, Love Island's been cancelled. <laughs> And it's been cancelled by the, not the virus you'd expect it to be cancelled by. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah,
1: that's a, that's a spot of good news.
0: I just, I just don't get the appeal, watching people on an island just bang each other. And then like, you don't even
2: like get to how do you win bit? it? Oh, you don't, I just don't understand it.
1: You don't get to see Dick going in, which is a big turn off for me. <laughs>
0: interesting how you say the dick bit going in is the turn or oh. <laughs> well, the turn on that's the turn on I'm mate. confused I'm confused now
1: I need to see penetration
0: <laughs> that would make a great lay- a great link if I had something
1: <laughs> talking of things getting fucked
0: <laughs> um, talking of things that will probably end up tonguing you at some point <laughs> Harry Kane has become the first World Cup Golden Boot winner to sponsor an English club since Aston Villa had Muller in 1990. (laughs) That's good. That's kind of a fact, but it's not true, because one's a yoghurt and one's a crowd. (laughs) Wow. I'm just like trying to fill Dan's role a bit as well. Got to be done on it.
1: Insert one racist phrase.
2: B and Q. Yeah. <laughs> essential journey or not? What do you
0: reckon? Uh, not essential. Not essential, but I have spent probably about four to five hundred pounds with them over the last six weeks. Jesus! And got the and got the garden looking a bit tastier Mate, than it did. I ordered I ordered my garden stuff from
1: internet to be delivered. As a result. The, the wait time is 31 days.
2: Wow. But are you still having a bar?
1: I, I may be building a bar, yeah. Nice. Maybe. Are you
0: having a tasty parasol in your garden?
1: <laughs> Am I having a tasty parasol in my garden? Thankfully, uh, I, I found it from my own means. Did you? If your employers are listening. <laughs>
0: As everybody knows, I'm employed by the Shropshire Star. <laughs> I've got an umbrella to prove it. <laughs> yeah, I've got a T-shirt and a badge.
1: That's true. If anyone comes in going, did Kev get you a parasol? I've like, well, got me an umbrella. It says the Expressing Star on it. <laughs>
0: yeah. Just put it up when it's sunny. We'll find that out. Eh? It's in my golf bag. <laughs> yeah, we'll pick up offline about the uh, metal plate. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, I'm trying to see what else I've got Oh, Wish adverts, mate Oh, fuck, yes, Wish adverts That's a, that's a sub-episode, I think
0: Yeah Basically, have a look at your Wish advert Because Wish wish is probably going to be targeting all of us um, Just have a look at your Wish adverts See what they're offering you Just remember see what, they, see what they think of you
1: They monitor your cookies Have that in the back of your mind While you're looking through them adverts I know that mine are Because I'm a fucking wrong and.
0: Yeah. The, the one I couldn't get my head around is the ones that look like felt tip pens that you put on your cat's paws. What? The, they're like felt tip pen lids, sorry, felt, felt tip pen lids. Oh, yeah, I have seen that them. That you put on the cat paws. I don't know what, they, what they're to do. Are they to make them like, walk like a pantomime horse or something? <laughs> Just for your own amusement during like, lockdown. Like
1: the shoes that the ballerinas wear, so they like walk on their tiptoes. <laughs> so you can do that with your cat. Like, Good luck you putting them on your cat's feet.
0: Oh, she's been through the house with paint on her feet today. She'll be getting some on her if she's not careful.
1: <laughs> She'll be getting a spade across the head if she's not careful.
0: <laughs> we all know what happened to Dave. <laughs> um, so yeah, brilliant. Um, big shout out to Amazon as well, who swapped my control pad. Um, yeah, we'll leave that there. Big
1: shout down to Amazon, who uh, it, was it confirmed this week that Jeff Bezos will be the first trillionaire?
0: That's true, but it will take him 0.3 of a second longer due to the £200 I got from them for that controller. <laughs> so cheers, guys.
1: I did see the breakdown of his, his income, and it fucking sickened me.
0: It's, it's just crazy how he's like, he, like... Amazon as a company is set up perfectly to corner a market in this situation because oh, yeah. they can give, give you stuff next day that you can't even go out and get. Yeah, like,
1: yeah.
0: I nipped to B&Q today because I needed some essential paint for my fence in the back garden. It was going to fall down. It was if it wasn't if I didn't paint it, it was going to it was going to topple. Uh, it told me and everything. So <laughs> I went and the queue was about an hour and a half. I Gosh, looked at the man. guy. I said, "Oh, how long is it from here, mate?" And he said, "Oh, probably about an hour and a half because we're only letting like half a dozen people in at a time and they've got fifteen minutes to shop." Mad. I thought, nah, bollocks to that!" I come home ordered I ordered a water fountain. It's going to be here tomorrow with <laughs> Amazon. A water fountain. <laughs> Like, did you get the paint though? No, I forgot to get the paint. It's all right.
1: When you get your paint, like, load it into the bottom of the water fair <laughs> I,
0: your- I do have a paint sprayer, mate, for, which which is part of the B and Q items, oh. essential items I bought. So if you do end up doing your fence, holler at me because I do have a fence sprayer. And for any, any of the listeners, if you
1: want to hire that for your essential <laughs> faint, fence painting, it's uh, three hundred pounds a day, mate rate. Right.
0: Yeah, just just get in contact. Just pop, pop pop a little note saying what when you want to borrow it. Pop it in a bin. it will get to me.
2: <laughs> and that don't is worry about that. Number seventeen, the rock. You'll find the bin. <laughs> um, VE
0: Day, mate. Have we got anything to cover from VE yes, Days that you saw?
1: I have. <laughs> so my day job. I'm still working, working from home. We get sent a uh, like a weekly roundup of of what's been going on or what's going on in the next week, and uh, we got told to enjoy the VD day celebrations.
0: <laughs> another virus, not another virus. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: If it's not bad <laughs> enough, I'm having to watch my back from the row now. I've now got never avoid having sex.
0: <laughs> watch your other? What's your back
2: hole?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's all I've got.
0: How are you finding? I, I- I saw that somebody turned their mobility scooter into a tank, which I enjoyed. Um, I've seen some so tanks
1: on mobility scooters.
0: <laughs> I'd pay to see ITV or ITV2, it would have to be, commission a show where Gemma Collins has to get from John O'Groats to Land's End on a mobility <laughs> scooter. But she only has like one charge, and she has to just push it like the <laughs> Just use her momentum.
2: <sighs> like... As long as
0: she starts, <laughs> starts at John O'Groats, so she'll be all right. So what I, w- what I would suggest to her is from John O'Groats to Snowdoni, no, not to Snowdoni, to Ben, ben Nevis, Nevis, then coast down Ben Nevis to <laughs> Newcastle.
1: Yeah, use up all your charge going up.
0: <laughs> and then hopefully that charge will get her to Scarful Pike <laughs> and just use the biggest hills in the country to like, her advantage. And she can also throw in... The only way Damon Gemma Collins is
1: doing the three-peak, let's be honest. <laughs>
0: there's definitely some sort of like fucking dessert joke there, but it's probably too easy. (laughs) A bit like a,
1: (laughs) she'd find um, it too easy to fucking put it in her mouth. I did enjoy it when she fell down that stage. Gotta be honest. It's uh,
0: like, I've got no, I've got no, nothing against the fact that she's like who she is. It's just the fact that, She thinks she's something. Yeah. That's the annoying bit. Like she's famous for being a fat, trappy person. (laughs) Like there's 43 people on my old estate that should also be famous. Yeah.
1: By that token, we should both have some sort of notoriety.
0: (laughs) Yeah. We should at least be Zed list.
2: (laughs) Um, only other thing
0: I've got mate on my list, apart from just discussing general work from home stuff is Nintendo lowered the interest rates in their bank in Animal Crossing this week because players were taking advantage of it by putting all their money in the bank um, knowing that they get 5% interest on their money and then advancing their console 40 years and then having like a billion pounds (laughs) so do you think Jeff Bezos has has a time machine and he's done the same thing and that's how he's going to become a trillionaire
1: and he's playing FIFA with Wii controls
0: (laughs) he's uh, <laughs> going to have to now man. he's fucking give me his last decent <laughs> one in the warehouse yes they've lowered it to 0.5 now so you can't, if you did it you'd have to like
1: well it's just it's video games once again holding up a mirror to society isn't it?
0: very much so mate everyone looking for a shortcut and exploiting the system and they've fucking shut that door with a thud they have mate they have the horse may have bolted in many cases quite literally because that game's about animals but the horse has bolted on this occasion, and most people are now sat on a fortune and no longer need to sell turnips.
1: <laughs> Just sitting pretty. We, uh, what, what do we want to do with sport? What all has happened, other than some football dickhead like not paying, not paying the the quarantine the respect it deserves.
0: Um yes mate the, like in terms of general st- I've got one more general thing okay. just about working from home. Um in terms of sport mate apart from like everybody running these quizzes of like what match was better, what football club's better, what cricket grounds better. It's kind of it's kind of just Bundesliga's
1: bit, resumed today but
0: I'm not it has I'm
1: I'm not that bust about watching drab level games of shooting from long range if I'm honest.
0: Yeah, I think um, a lot of people halfway through this lockdown got got to the phase where they were thinking, "I'll never complain about Palace West Brom as a Super Sunday ever again." <laughs> I think I think when they remember what Palace West Brom games are like, they'll probably wish they had a bit of Rona <laughs> in them because football football's like half the enjoyment is having some sort of like vested interest. Yeah, I'd rather watch like they obviously it was. Uh, seven years since Telford got promoted back to the Prem Conference Prem yeah, yesterday. yesterday, and they popped the videos up online. They're getting quotes from staff at the time, and I watched about forty minutes the last forty minutes of the game, mm-hmm. and that was that was really good just to look back on. But that thing more was more the fact it was nostalgic yeah, rather yeah. than football because it wasn't football. <laughs> I didn't realize how bad it was, but yeah,
2: nice experience. That was better
0: to watch, yeah. Uh, and then there's been a bit today on when we had the pitch to run some games on it. Oh yeah. ever have appeared today, which always good fun to see that I could used to be able to run. <laughs> so that's always good. Um, but yeah, I just, I just, the only other thing I've really got, mate, before you move on to your sporty bits, pal, is um, just like how working from home's going for you.
1: My back. Like you,
0: you're inserting.
1: <laughs> My back's hurting.
0: <laughs> oh, your back's hurting. I thought you said you're inserting. I was going to say, well, don't, don't let them know you're doing that. <laughs> Not on company time.
1: Hey, that's like that's peak, isn't it? Like before, they'd pay me to have a shit. Now they
0: can pay me to shag. <laughs> you're kind of like a porn star now. Mate. <laughs> Apart from you've got, you don't need to put any output out.
1: I've got no one acting as a fluffer. Which is a shame.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, it's like an OnlyFans where you don't need people to subscribe because <laughs> you've got one company subscribing. Click on the link. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I are you find
2: I'm,
0: I'm tending to find, mate, that it feels we're at the point now where it feels like we're being given work to do.
1: The, yeah, to make sure you're for working. the sake
0: of it sort of like are oh, can you find can you find X in this linear equation? So like, what's this got to do with pop? <laughs> <laughs> like what's going on here? Like why are you making me use algebra? This is definitely because we haven't used algebra since school and they want to see us retain the information. <laughs> but yeah, it does feel like can you can, you know, can you follow you know like those jumbles where you've got like at one end you've got like the jar of honey and then at the other end you've got like a bear a cat and a frog and it's like can you lead the bear to the honey and you have to follow the like untangle the strings to work out which one it leads to i think we're probably one step away from having them given to us (laughs) as jobs but just with like a can of pop at the end or a newspaper depending on if you i've I've uh depending on whether you've um (laughs) <laughs> incriminated me in the previous section.
1: It's a newspaper. Newspaper. Kev sells newspapers.
0: So yeah, mate, that's that's kind of how it feels now. I've been off this week anyway, so oh I've God. had a week away from it. So hopefully, I'll, I'll probably never say these words again. But hopefully, some work's built up while I've been <laughs> off, so I've got something to do for Monday. Um, it, has there been talk of a phased return to work for you yet, or are you are you all set at home, so they're not really too? They're not crossed I think.
1: A little bit of me thinks I'll be working from home a lot more going forward, but I don't know. Yeah. The, the buzz phrase is the new normal, isn't it? So maybe that. Yeah, very much so. Have to have to keep that in mind.
0: Yeah. And I, I think this will make a lot of companies evaluate whether they need offices as much as they...
2: Oh, yeah. Bricks and mortar like Especially companies.
0: ones I've been splashing out for.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah. Tough times, mate. Tough times. What have you got for us in sport,
1: mate? Sport-wise, there's a handful of footballers that have just decided that they're better than everyone else and uh, decided to break break lockdown. Probably the, the most notable case is Kyle Walker, who's, who's a twice offender. First one was to go to a house party with some hookers. Second one, see his sister probably could, could have done it at the same time <laughs> uh, Jack Greelish went to see his mate and then ended up getting photographed at a crash yeah Jose was given one-on-one training sessions in the park yeah uh, and then one close to home for me is Morgan Gibbs White who's obviously been touted as like the the future bright spark of the Wolves Academy he, like had a good season last season but as Sort of hit the hit the brakes a little bit this year. He was he was pictured uh, hanging out with some Z-listers from Love Island at a house party last weekend. I think his, his days are probably numbered at Wolves now. He's I think he's been given a sixty thousand pound fine by the club, which is quite good to see there. Not taking not taking it lightly, and he's he's still he's been told to stay away from training. So I guess yeah, he's a. Uh, shot himself in the foot somewhat
2: it's sad isn't it like you look at the players these days when they are when they're sort
0: of and a lot of people say why do english players not succeed like they used to yeah and you look at this sort of thing of like owen oh, breaking through it like not, was it 1998 at the world cup yeah. scoring the goal against argentina like he just kept getting better and better with his career um kept wanting to progress, like even to the point where he'd become a bit of a Judas and turned his back on Liverpool to go to Real Madrid. Yeah, But like he wanted to further himself and get better and better. Like some of these kids coming through now, they get into the like future? a youth setup. That's it, exactly. They, as soon as they get to like a decent level of money, they just start to coast. They're like, oh, I'm on six grand a week playing for like some League One side sound. That'll do me. Yeah. I've, I've made it. When they could probably... Get three times out if they actually applied themselves.
1: If they had better attitudes, which leads me on to my next my next bit. Sports wise, uh, Mark Klattenberg's shit list was published this week. So he's basically listed out the, the five worst players that he refed during his career. Any guesses who's, who's made the list, Kev? Clattenberg. So um. There's one, two, three, four. Four of the five played in the Premier League.
0: Oh right, okay. So there's somebody from like a European competition or something. Yes, or like a UEFA or a a World Cup or something. That I think they
1: may have refed Champions League final that the the fifth player played in.
0: Right, okay. So I'm going to say Ramos. No.
2: No. You're on the right lines. (laughs) Um, uh, Ronaldo. No i put you out of
1: misery. It's Pepe. Pepe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he said that the reason he's in there is it just like, I think he, he refed him once in the Champions League final. He just said he was a wind-up merchant like the whole game, just trying to do something sly just to uh, get decisions or get someone else sent off. Uh, Premier League ones. Yeah.
2: Got one Liverpool player. I would say Gerard possibly. Nope. No. Carriger? No, I think Cunt.
1: Suarez. No. It was Craig Bellamy. Fair enough. Uh no no shocks, I don't think. He said that No. He knew he him and Bellamy weren't gonna get on when Bellamy squeezed his nuts in the tunnel before a game. <laughs> <laughs> uh he also elected Roy Keane. He said uh, he's since worked with Roy Keane at a World Cup on Punditry, and he said he's the perfect gentleman off the pitch, but he's just a stone-cold killer on it. And Yeah. Y- you never Did knew you which that, Roy probably. was turning up. Yeah. Uh, and the, the last two uh, Premier League ones were with Jens Lehmann, obvious reasons, loves to moan, always find something to moan about, and John Obi McKell. And then McKell... Uh, oh, wow the, okay So the reason John Obi McHale's in there Is because he never Apologised for a, a racism allegation That Oh of course Yeah yeah Nearly cost Clattenberg yeah. his job And he was cleared of So It's Like No one told to a grudge Or anything Mark But Yeah He uh, <laughs> Makes it onto the list.
0: There's a really good Interview with him as well From the season I think it was his last season In the Premier League When Leicester won the league Right um, where he refed a Spurs game and it was one of those games that was quite a big game for Spurs where if Spurs won it they closed the gap to like a really manageable amount yeah. and Spurs were basically all game like he said he, Spurs probably should have had about three or four red cards in that game but he, didn't, he knew what would happen if he sent somebody off he would get the blame for Spurs not winning, not winning the league the title, yeah. so he said he, he, he let them get away with everything knowing full well they've only got themselves to blame then yeah. and he won't get done for it. And, and I think he was sort of held in a bit sort of, you know, I think a few people were a bit questionable about that sort of attitude. But I, as a referee, you can see it because that's exactly what we do, isn't it, in this country. We kind of,
1: yeah. if you've got 10 minutes,
0: code. instantly the referee's fault rather than actually somebody being accountable for their actions on the pitch.
1: Yeah. Uh, good, good game management.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: the only other thing I wanted to touch on which I think we can we can probably breeze past fairly quickly was Mike Tyson's comeback. Of course, yeah. Post, posted a video to say he's back, whatever that means. And there's been a bit of a bit of beef with Evander Holyfield, which obviously there's there's quite famous history there from when he bit yep. Holyfield
0: Um Tyson Fury's dad's called him out as well, hasn't he? Really?
1: But like he wants to fight him more.
0: <laughs> yeah. Wow. He's like, it's like, oh, sort of. It was. It was in typical Fury family fashion as well, though, because it was like... He's a Dosser. Well, it, it was like, oh, I'll I'll fight you. Not a problem. And if you knock me out, I don't care. But I'll fight you. And it was like, I've got the greatest respect in the world for you. One of the best, but I'll fight you. <laughs> I just kind of like just kept saying it. Um, so yeah, that's worth a look if you can find it. But he's called him out. And also I saw something about him doing something with AEW as well. Oh, really? Yeah, there was something on... Um, whether it's just because he's coming back and they've just done one of those AEW frames around him but I'm sure he did I'm sure there was something on their page about Mike Tyson the other day so I don't know if maybe that's just a tribute or whether he's got something uh, involved obviously it's not his first foray into professional wrestling with a sort of Austin DX Vince McMahon angle what's his space? yes that could be interesting Um, there's a few I think Sting's contracts run out with WWE this week as well so he might be going across so wrestling could get a bit more interesting if, if there's two really legitimate companies.
1: Yeah. I saw that again, WWE released in a, uh, like a behind everybody (laughs) that (laughs) and uh, (laughs) behind the curtain sort of documentary about Mark Calloway. Yeah. 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 Which would be quite interesting for for those that aren't familiar with, with wrestling or believe K Fabe, then that's the, the performer that goes by the name, the undertaker, which I'm sure even those that aren't aware of wrestling would be familiar with. That'd be quite interesting to see like his life away from that character. He did a he did a podcast with Steve Austin uh a few months back, which was out of character, which is really good, but I think a, like a full scale documentary'd be be well worth a watch. Just a shame it would be on the network.
0: Yeah, I think you can get a thirty day free trial mate if That's you right. if you sort of box clever with
1: it. them money? No.
0: I would say if, if 2020 so far, if there's a person this year was, it would be Vince McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's,
2: uh, that's everything for, for, for We've covered this the, year so far. the
1: news so succinctly in about, about an hour and five minutes there. So
0: <laughs> for those of you that like a 40-minute podcast,
1: fuck off somewhere else.
0: Keep 20 for the next one. <laughs> and then you have three podcasts when we do another hour next time. Yeah. That's some really quick maths for you guys out there. Never hot. Trigger of
2: the week.
1: Rates and slates, then, mate.
0: Oh, got any? Well, to be fair, how
1: does this work with only two of us? Do, do we both win?
0: I think so. Okay, I think it's probably the only fair thing to do.
1: Go rates um, first. I, I don't mind starting. I've got some.
0: Okay, pal, I've got some prepared. Fire, right? So
1: I'm rating the Wiggles. <laughs> Obviously, you're uh, we're the two the two dads of the podcast. I'm sure you're well aware of the Wiggles, Kev.
0: Yes, but yeah, it's not something we've watched a huge amount of. But aren't they effectively a bit like? The human equi- the, the Australian human equivalent of the Teletubbies, yeah, a little bit. They're just kind of like colorful, colourful, colourful, colourful American, uh, downs, Australian guys.
1: Yeah, yeah. I knew it would be an easy sell for you because the lass that's in it like ticks your demographic. Hundred percent, mate. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's basically a free sedative for my one year old, so they get get a big thumbs up from me.
0: Good show, good show. Um, my my thumbs up, mate, is. Uh, probably warzone. Oh yeah. Just because it's pretty much my sedative. <laughs> it's just like something just before bed you can just rock on for a few hours. It's not relaxing though mate. Well, if we're moving on to Slates mate, my Slates also warzone <laughs> because it's such a it's such a good game but because there's so many issues with it in terms of like connectivity the fact like the paired matchmaking doesn't work properly so like you're in games with people who are like, you know, they, they play semi-professional. It feels like um, it just takes the fun out of it a little bit. You kind of want to feel like you're in games a little bit.
1: Brothers-in-law.
0: Yeah, that's also part of it as well. Just make sure, you know, if you've got a brother-in-law who plays online, just make sure that either he doesn't sprint on FIFA all the time <laughs> and he doesn't sprint at people on Warzone all the time and you'll be <laughs> off, off, halfway there. Like.
1: Well, yeah, I, c- I can agree with you on that, mate, on the Warzone being a, a rate and a slate. It's been a few evenings of entertainment, but also means I'm going to bed and I'm full of rage. So my slate for this week, we've touched on it already is clap for heroes. Probably quite a controversial thing to be slated, (laughs) but the last thing we need right now is for the NHS staff to be getting gonorrhea. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, in all seriousness, like the first week was uplifting. Uh, Now it's just become like a dick waving contest. It's which prick can make the most noise, basically. And there's the ones that are letting off fireworks, like fuck off in daylight while you're letting off fireworks.
0: And then there's someone with a Vuvuzela on our estate. Amazing. No, I'm, it's it's a rate now. <laughs> there's the the
1: ones that are like having their front lawn concert. Like nobody comes to the pub to hear you belt out "Living on a Prayer," mate. So your neighbours definitely don't want to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to be fair, one thing I have enjoyed is the Facebook lives, but more so to ask like if they've got a fridge for sale, (laughs) Um, uh, what time does the couch auction start? The, uh, the,
1: probably the the biggest bugbear I've got with it is that it happens at 8pm, which for anyone who knows anything about like how hospital's work, that's when shift changes. So the vast majority of those that are being applauded can't hear you because they're discussing why your loved ones dying because they were desperate to have a barbecue down the park.
0: Also as well, like, at 8 p.m., if it's shift change, that means everybody who starts at 8 p.m. is on the way to work. Everybody who finishes at 8 p.m. is on the way home from work. So literally, nobody from the hospital ever gets to experience that.
1: And like you said, buy a ventilator if you claps
0: Yeah, it's it's what annoys me, and I know a lot of people say, "Oh well, just because we did we we voted a certain way doesn't mean we can't respect the hospitals." And that is like. Half the people who were out clapping are the people who voted for the people to come in that have like voted against pay rises for nurses. Yeah. And cheered when they got it through. Exactly. Yeah. Like again, Lloyd Webber's taking a battering tonight, but he was one of the pricks who flew back from the States to vote against pay rises for nurses.
1: Fucking rubber face cunt. And you think with the burns that he must've had as a kid to have that face, he'd love the NHS.
0: I'm still convinced one of these days he's going to rip that off and it's actually a bow Selector character. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I just think it's a little bit hip, hypocritical that you voted for a party who have put our NHS into the state it's currently in, but you're happy to go and clap and do and colour in a rainbow for your window. <laughs> it's just a little bit like hypocrisy in its finest.
1: Yeah. I think we're both going in this week then, mate. So that, That's good. One, one apiece for Series 3. I go in. Dan and Jackie got some catching up to do.
0: Yeah, and one behind already.
2: Takes Oh, shows your plug hole. <laughs> I've
0: missed that. The plug hole, mate. The plug hole. I have missed that. It's like it, it's like you know, like when you go. Well, not that I've had to do it very often, apart from. Thanks to you, I did. But like when you go out for a run and you're like four and a half K through and you know it's a 5K, and you're like, oh, I'm almost home. And that's a bit like what the plug hole is. You can just see your house on the, on the horizon in Maidley in Upper Road <laughs> coming up the hill. Yeah, on the horizon, the you can
1: see some better content.
0: <laughs> you can see uh, Crystal Lear's congratulations podcast <laughs> queued up next.
1: You got anything to plug, uh, mate? I've got a couple of bits, but. Okay, mate. Yeah, plug away. So I'm producing another podcast called Hatred Theory, which is essentially just a 40-minute-long slate section. It's hosted by Jack Kilby and Joe Jones. Which if anyone of you, if, if any one of our listeners is aware of wrestling, Rob, uh, then they go by the names Ajax and Joe Black in in the local wrestling circuit. But this is nothing to do with wrestling. They uh, they basically just shit on stuff that they hate, but each week new episode out every thursday and wherever you're listening to this you'd be able to listen to that go give them a listen uh, follow them on socials as well uh, at hatred theory on everything beautiful i think they want you on at some point kev
2: yes mate well i'm always happy to get involved mate as you know get involved but a crossover
1: yeah crossover episode um did you say you had a couple of things, mate, you go, wanna... go ahead if you've got one, mate.
2: Um just that at some point we wanna
0: try and we wanna try and raise a, a few pounds. For for us. and do some sort of Yeah, just for us really, just to pay our mortgage, That like that. Um we wanna raise a few quid for, for charity. So we're thinking of doing some sort of like stream. Uh like a sponsored stream, you know, at 19 hours or something which seems apt at the minute. Um so yeah, so just um, if that's something that you didn't, you'd be interested in, then just get in touch. Pop it in the bin if you want, but get in touch as well if you want to. The uh,
1: I can't promise that it won't be a 19-hour aerobic Zoom class, and I'll be wanking <laughs> away in the bottom left corner <laughs> till it's bleeding.
2: <laughs> till you rip it off.
1: My 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 second plug then is uh, my personal personal plug so we're now officially hosted by 8990 production which i am running uh as is hatred theory so if you've got an idea for a podcast or you need any audio content producing then get in touch uh hello at 8990.co.uk that's 8990 is word nine zero as letters as, as numbers fuck that right up and i Click on so it. If you can get at that, good
2: luck. Just click on it. Click
1: on it. What are we saying then? Is that we're we wrapping this
0: up? Yeah, wrap wrap it up, mate. Let's get let's get on with our get on with our lives, mate, and see what the next few weeks brings. Uh, when are we saying next podcast, mate? I reckon a we weekly. While
1: we're while we're all at home, fuck all to do, and every, well, everyone's though, yeah. clearly available.
0: Yeah, next weekend then.
1: We'll, uh we'll. You'll find us in your podcatches probably on Monday. Monday's going forward.
0: Beautiful. Sounds good. We'll see you next week. Get in touch on the socials. Is it at What on Twitter, is it? I
1: think it? it's at What on everything, to be fair. If not...
0: Yeah, just type it in. It'll
1: come up. There's nothing else without, with such a fucking daft name.
0: Like, if, if, you've, if you're that interested, you'll find us, won't you?
1: And uh, rate, review and subscribe, because it does help.
0: Oh! I heard oh, yeah, that, Kev. <laughs> That's a monster mango before bed, mate. That's what it does to you.
1: <laughs> so, if you can rate, review, and subscribe, it'll help Kev's indigestion.
0: <laughs> Suggestions for indigestion?
1: That's the title for an album. That is, mate.
0: Yeah, it is. Arctic Monkey's new album. That is <laughs> coming soon. Right. See you next week. Take care, podcast. everyone. See you next week. Didn't I say that? What? 89.90 be out. I'll be out.
2: I'll be out. 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 I'll